So the first step to correct your status would be, I would create something called a non-taxpayer affidavit or even something called um, political status correction. Name, correct your name for the record. You, When your name was created on a birth certificate, they think they own this. So you have to learn how to create it in a private trust. The social security number is a trust. If you look it up, Social Security Trust Administration. It's a public administration. You have to learn how to create your private administration. So you can start with a church or even um, a tribe. You can correct your status with a tribe, a church. Um, it's called the Shahada with Muslims. I'm not sure what it's called with Jewish people, but they all undergo a status change. In the Christian community, it's called being baptized. So your baptismal certificate can be also correct your status, and you can use this um, to identify in the public. Everybody go to OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's D-O-N-K-I-L-A-M. You can subscribe there and get access to Don Kalam University at DonKalam.com. You can also follow me on the Instagram at D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. Again, that's D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. Much peace and love. All right, peace and love, peace and love, everyone. Peace and love. And now rocking to the sounds and vibrations. Hey, your boy, Don Kalam, also known as Malik Kalam. As always, prosperity is your divine birthright. I appreciate everybody that tapped in and tuned in. Yesterday, for the Instagram subscribing meeting, um, peace and love. Let me know where y'all tapped in and tuned in from. Can y'all hear me in the Instagram world? Let me know. All right. I'm not even going to pay attention to y'all's comments because y'all just pissed me off. So I appreciate everybody, man. Much peace and love. We got Louisiana in the building. Peace and love. We got North Carolina in the building. We got Hawaii in the building. Cali in the building. Peace and love. Peace and love. I want to touch over and go back over some things. If you if you want access to this uh, video, you're going to want to sign up on the OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's going to be the new platform. Um, I have a lot of uh, great things in store for 2024. I'm going to be starting off and launching it on the OnlyFans. Um, I have a bunch of different courses that I'm doing. Um, take you from zero to hero. This is for the beginners as well. And I'm going to be releasing them in 2024. So I'm going to start dropping them in 2024, beginning of 2024, on the OnlyFans.com. I'm looking into Thinkific and other things of that nature. Reach out. I also, um, I've been given a um, a deal, a network television deal as well um, for the future podcast. I did pull all the actual video podcasts down, but you can still listen to them on your favorite podcast station, Dreamkeepers Radio. So check that out, man. I'm working out deals with the visuals, man. So I appreciate that. Now, as always, I'm not a licensed attorney or tax expert. I do this for educational and informational purposes only. Let's say we got Louisiana in the building, New York in the building, and a lot of different places. I will not be answering your questions. I'm just going over this sauce right now. <clears throat> Overstand this. First of all, prosperity is your divine birthright. Overstand that. 
possibility is your divine birthright. You got to understand, you, you don't have any rights unless you implement them. Understand the game. They're, um, the system's here, and they're after your labor. They're after your essence. That's all it is. They learn how to get paid off your essence, man. That's just what it is, man. What you say goes. The beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. You know, I'm not a licensed attorney, tax expert. I do this for educational and informational purposes only. What I'm going over is going to provide general information and is not intended to be a substitute for professional tax advice. Tax laws and regulations can change, and they do change, and individual circumstances may vary. It is always advisable to consult with a qualified tax professional or the IRS for the specific guidance related to your credit claims. The author and its affiliates are not licensed attorneys or tax experts, and all this is based on the firsthand knowledge and beliefs of the author and should be considered for informational and entertainment purposes only. Um, um, a lot of the stuff I'm pulling from is the capitalizing namepreneur, unleashing the power of tax credits by Don Kalam on Amazon. The capitalizing namepreneur, unleashing the power of tax credits by Don Kalam. Um, starting off, I went over a little bit of it yesterday. I need you, you guys to know, enrolled agents. Enrolled agent status is the highest credential the IRS awards. Individuals who obtain the elite status must adhere to ethical standards and complete 72 hours of continuing education courses every three years. Enrolled agents like attorneys and certified public accountants have unlimited practicing rights. Enrolled agents, okay? This is the highest status for the IRS, that the IRS awards. Enrolled agents. I need y'all to write this down. All you got to do is simple Google search. I said enrolled agents are the highest. That's all I put. Google search that, and it's going to pop up. Enrolled agents is the highest credential the IRS awards. Individuals, and it's an individual. Individual can become an, an enrolled agent. You have to be an individual. What is your status in this game? What is your status in this game? So you got to understand, everything is status, all right? Political status. Status is, is proving what you, status proves your standing, and then standing proves what you have rights to do. We know what your rights are in law due to your standing. We know what your standing is due to your status. Mister is a status. Mrs. is a status. Being black is a status. But also being an enrolled agent is a status. Enrolled agent status is the highest credential that IRS awards. Individuals who obtain this elite status must adhere to ethical standards and complete 72 hours of continuing education courses every three years. Enrolled agents like attorneys and certified public accountants, CPAs, enrolled agents are up there with attorneys and certified public accountants and have unlimited practicing rights because this is a game. All right. You got public practice. You got private practice. What you practicing? The healthcare system is a practice. The financial game is a practice. Private practice, public practice. Understand the difference, public sector, private sector. The public sector is owned by the government, all right? And Rose agent status is gonna be a private practice within the IRS system, all right? The Internal Revenue Service is a system, okay? So becoming an enrolled agent is the highest credential the IRS awards. And it's so easy. It's so easy. 
that's how I start off the book, okay? So first of all, you got to learn the rules of Monopoly. This is real-life Monopoly. This is what's going on. But before you want to become an enrolled agent, you want to start your own tax firm, your own bookkeeping company, your own accounting firm. You don't have to be an accountant to have an accounting firm. Huh? You don't You don't even have to truly be a bookkeeper that own their own bookkeeping service. You know, you know, I know people that own nail shops that don't do nails, you know? I know people that own barbershops that do not cut hair. I know, I know people who run churches that, that don't preach. I know people that that own dispensaries that do not sell weed. <laughs> you know, talk to me. Talk to me. Tell me that you're following along. Does this make sense? So I need you to understand. Learn how to create your own tax firm with a limited liability. And so you have no obligations attached when you're having this, this, this business or this service. That you're that you're going to utilize on the straw man. Everything is business. All right. Everything is business. So understand the straw man is a business name, it's a position. All right. That's real life monopoly. United States is under bankruptcy. Understand what that is, man. It's a game. You know, and so when you're playing a bankruptcy, when you're playing this bankruptcy game, and no, I'm not going to run it back. I don't, if you're just now joining, I'm recording. This is for the OnlyFans. This is for the people that's, that's subscribing to my OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. I appreciate you, man. You can go to OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. This is where you, you can message me, schedule the one-on-ones. We're going to be dropping new courses going into 2024. I got animated courses on the way to take you from zero to hero in no time. Make sure you go to OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam now. Now, enrolled status, enrolled agent status. Understand this, man. Matter of fact, go ahead and take two minutes and Google enrolled agents are the highest this is all you got to google enrolled agents are the highest and a screen should pop up on google this is enrolled agent status is the highest credential you can even google that enrolled agent status is the highest credential and then come back and say you was right don you was right because nobody's talking about this y'all talk about status correction y'all talking about y'all want to y'all want to fill out forbes y'all want to fill out 1099 Y'all keep filling out forms with the government. You can only control what you create. All right? Y'all keep wanting to fill out tax forms. Does Queen Elizabeth fill out IRS forms? You dig what I'm saying? Does kings and queens fill out IRS forms? You got to know what's going on, man. You know? And you're, you're coming in it from a slave status, and you got to learn how to come at it from maybe an enrolled agent status. We can start there. You know? Everybody wants to know where to start. You know, start with enrolled agent status. Look, ain't nobody answering questions today. We'll be back after a quick break. There's no such thing to practice law. It's called a bar card or a British accredited registry card. Um, they take an oath to uphold um, rules to the crown, which is in Britain. So there's no sustained license practice law. If you look up Abraham Lincoln, he was a he was a lawyer. He wasn't an attorney. So attorneys might have to be licensed, but there's no such thing as a licensed lawyer. Um, 
again, it's called the British Credit Registry. It's, it's part of a membership. Um, it's like a fraternity, like the Freemasons or any other private club <clears throat> or community that you'd be part of that you have to show your private membership. And this is what they do. Everybody go to OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's D-O-N-K-I-L-A-M. You can subscribe there and get access to Don Kalam University at DonKalam.com. You can also follow me on the Instagram at D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. Again, that's D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. Much peace and love. Got to turn off the car, baby, because they'll get to me, bro. But everybody, y'all can go to OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. We're not even going to pay attention to y'all. We're not even going to pay attention to y'all. We're just going to cover it up. We're just going to cover it up. We're just going to cover up the comments. I can't see the comments, y'all. Now, enrolled agent status is the highest credential the IRS awards. Know this. Now, let me continue. He's talking about getting money. People talking about, how can I get out of jury duty, dog? Get out their system. Who volunteering information. <laughs> That's how. I don't even know what you are, who you are. You tell them that's you. I don't volunteer to that. Now, in order to become an enrolled agent, and I'm, I'm, I'm about to dig deep. I'm about to dig deep. Because I want y'all protected when y'all doing these things. Is listen, you have to do these step by step. This is why it 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 it, it pays to invest into a, in a private education. It pays to have these one on one consults. It pays to have these these one on one sit downs with people that's actually doing these things. All right, real real wealth transfers and and protecting true wealth. You know that's what we're doing. That's what we're teaching. I will teach you how to create wealth and then be able to protect it. So we also do utilize holding companies and parent companies. Um, and, and that's very crucial to transferring wealth and from the public to the private. But you got to understand the private controls the public. The public sector is controlled by the private sector. So this is why you need to understand unincorporated associations, understand trust, and then holding companies, you know. But these are the special purpose vehicles, all right? Um, with the United States bankruptcy, they created your name. That's a special, special purpose vehicle. Bankruptcy is a legal process that often debtors protections from their creditors when they are unable to meet their financial obligations. Special purpose vehicles are legal entities created to fulfill special financial objectives while maintaining a clear separation from the parent company's assets and liabilities. These entities are commonly utilized during bankruptcy proceedings, prim- primarily through the establishment of bankruptcy remote Special purpose vehicles or SPVs. You are being used as a special purpose vehicle for the United States bankruptcy. And if you're going to operate in the bankruptcy game, you got to learn how to create your own special purpose vehicle so you can maneuver it correctly. First of all, when you're assessing the tax from the trust standpoint, because you got to understand that the, the, the Social Security number is a trust account. It's a trust account. You're, and when you're, you're, your status is Mr. and Mrs., Black, African-American, whatever it may be, this is going to put you as a minor account, and you're going to always need a parent, a parent company, um, somebody that can access these, these, these majority accounts. 
these major accounts, all right? You got minor accounts, you got major accounts. This is real life, man. I'll break down the definition for you. And when you're operating with a minor account, you can never transfer true wealth. You can only you can only move certificates. I'm gonna say that again. When you're operating from a minor account, you can never transfer true wealth. You can only transfer certificates. So a minor account is a specific type of savings account set up for minors by an adult. This type of banking account does allow the minor to make withdrawals and deposits, but does not provide all privileges allowed on a normal account. And that's real life. You're always going to. So so with that being stated, the United States, when you're dealing with the public banking, because you got to understand the United States is a federal corporation. Then public banks are owned by the United States. A public bank is owned and operated by a city or city government in the public interest. So anytime you're creating a bank account in the public, what this is considered is a custodial account. You're giving up your 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 rights to your custodian. All right. Now you're a minor. They're your fiduciary now. The government is now your fiduciary. When you're, I don't care if it's tax forms. I don't care if you fill out a birth certificate. You fill out the social security card. You fill out the uh, the ID, the state ID. You're going to the public bank. Public banks. Google this now. Google this. This ain't Don Columbus information. A public bank is owned and operated by the city or state government in the public interest. So now they, they have become your custodian. The government has become your custodian. You're a child or children, which means property of a corporation. Now, approval from the custodian is mandatory for the account to, to conduct transactions such as buying or selling securities. They're managing your wealth. You're not managing your wealth. Okay? A public bank is not wealth management. You've given up those rights. I need y'all to understand this, what's going on. You don't get access over the securities when dealing with a public bank. Especially if you went in there just blind, you know, you just give them some some paperwork stamp with their sign, their signs and seals. Secretary of State, government can't interfere with a private contract. So before you even set up a contract, uh, uh, set up a bank account in the public, anyways, you need to have your private contracts together. If it's a business LLC, you need to have your operating agreements together with your charging order protection. Simple as that. If it's a trust, you need to have your constitution. Unincorporated association, you need to have your constitution, your bylaws. And this how this how it has to play out. This is how it goes down. Or you have no rights. You're giving it up, and you can never transfer wealth. You can never hand down wealth to your future generations to come. You've given up your rights. And you become a dependent and a descendant of a taxpayer. What is wealth management and banking? Wealth managers provide holistic financial advice to help their clients grow and protect their wealth. Okay? Once you know that. Wealth management, private banking, they go hand in hand. While both private banking and wealth management services target the high net worth individuals, they differ notably in several ways. Ultimately, the biggest difference between wealth management and private banking is that private banking usually does not involve receiving investment management and, inv and investment advice. A wealth management professional will be directly involved 
and actually investing in assets on behalf of their clients in addition to providing financial advice. On the other hand, private banking involves a holistic approach to banking where a private banker will work with you to determine what retail banking solutions are best suited to help you achieve your financial goals. As a private banking client, you'll be able to use your bank as a one-stop shop for all your banking and lending needs and likely receive more competitive interest rates on certain accounts. But at the end of the day, you need wealth management. You need the proper wealth advisors. This is important. This is what goes on with this private education. Getting around the, the right group of people and the right wealth advisors. And you got to understand, y'all sitting here operating, y'all want to get things done. I want to offset their debt. Uh, how do I get out of jury duty? Well, first of all, quit operating in the public. How do you think they know who you are? How do you think they can fill out a warrant for your arrest? Because people don't even know what warrants are. It's because the way you're operating in the public. And I went over this last night. Stock warrant definition. Look it up. Know what a warrant is. Because anytime you're going to court, you're, you're contracting with the government. A stock warrant is a contract between a company and an investor, giving the investor the right to buy or sell the company's stocks within a certain time frame for a specific price. Everything is commercial. Everything is business. You're operating as a special purpose vehicle. It's a position that was created, and you keep playing the part. You keep playing the part of the debtor. You keep playing the role of the debtor. You know, royalty is not going to go to a public bank. Royalty is not going to deal with public banks unless they have their private affairs established correctly. So I need y'all, that's where we start. That's where you start, learning the business side. Learning, hey, how do I want to operate in the public? There's different ways to skin this cat now. There's different ways to skin this. There's, there's lots of different ways to go about this. But starting off, enroll agent status, you need to know it. How do you become, how do you get an enrolled agent? You get something called a PTIN. Steps to become an enrolled agent. Obtain a prepared tax identification number. Okay, that's a PTIN. Then you apply for enrollment. After you get your PTIN, it's like $30, man. Or you can become a, a, a CPA or an attorney. It's, it's, these are the three what the three choices you can do, you know? Then you pass a suitability check, which will include tax compliance to ensure that you have filed all necessary tax returns. Now, while, while you're doing this, I'm gonna, like I said, I would create a holding company or, or a private tax firm. Keep everything in a private when you're doing this and when you're doing these things, when you start understanding the game. When you want to assess a tax from a trust, you no longer use a 1040. There's different ways you can go about these things. Um, with the social, we've been using the 1041. But I also have somebody that is utilizing the 1040 NR with, um, with great results as well. But the way we utilize things is with the 1040 what? Now, the reason why you want to have a, um, a pass-through entity, these are called business pass-through entities for tax credits, okay? This is what I named it. And pass-through entities such as partnerships, limited liability companies, I love LLCs, and S-corporations are business structures that do not pay income tax at the entity level. I like to do the ones in Nevada, though. Nevada, 
The reason being, if you go to the OnlyFans, you check it out on the OnlyFans. I actually posted up there the benefits of having a, a Nevada LLC. And that's no state income, income, corporate or franchise taxes, private protection for owners choosing to be anonymous. Strong corporate bill protecting individuals from liability. So you can remain anonymous. There's no taxes on anything. No operating agreements are required. The judicial system is relying on case law to settle disputes. And there's no formal information sharing with the IRS. We don't have to show the IRS anything. So these are called pass-through entities. And um, it depends on how you want to do this. You can have this tax on the um, on the actual social as well. All right? If you want the LLC to be taxed on the social, if there is any taxes. Because I'm going to show you all what to do with this. You could literally use an LLC just like you're already using your name. And either you go to a holding company, it belongs to a holding company or a record label. And as simple as that, record label is a holding company. These are all like public trusts. These are public trusts. All right. Now, the first order of business. Everybody's heard about the 1099 OID process. <clears throat> we utilize, this is the first, the first way to, to get major credits back, major tax credits back. It's called a 1099 INT. And this is used to report interest income earned from various sources during the tax year. All right. When you're dealing with a public bank, you got to understand they're investing your money up to 90%. You only get 10% that they, they, that they keep in the bank. So they take so $100, they're going to take $90 and reinvest it. It's called fractional banking, fractional reserve banking. So you've actually became an investor in that bank and you don't know that. So with that being stated, anything over $10 that was invested to the bank, you're giving us credit. I don't care if it was your if it was a utility company, you say, hey, here's my social. They use your credit. It's a trust account. Social Security trust account. We Google it. It's a Social Security trust account. So they're getting the credit. This is what this is what buys your cars, whatever. That's why they need your social. This is what pays for everything, right? So you're giving up, you're giving up credit. You're giving up credit. This is how the government works, all full faith and credit. So you got to learn how to claim the interest back. So any banks and financial institutions, you got to understand Social Security Trust Administration. You keep acting as the debtor. You're not acting like act like the one that's supposed to be running this shit. So it means it's a bank account, all right? So the following individuals or entities are typically required to follow 1099 INT. You go to the store. You run your card. It's debit or credit. You run it as credit. You just gave them. You just use credit. Just gave them a loan. You follow 1099 INT. So the following individuals and entities are required to follow 1099-INT. Bank and financial institutions. If you are a bank, credit union, or other financial institution that pays interest to an account holder, you're required to follow 1099-INT for each account holder who earned $10 or more in interest during the tax year. But if you don't file the claim, then it's a gift. If you don't assess the tax, it's a gift. Simple as that. You're gifting it to your parent. The parent company. I hope this is making sense to everybody. 
You're the operating company that's acting on behalf of the parent company. You're the special purpose vehicle that's acting on behalf of the United States Corporation. Now you can switch up out of these positions. You can create that name into a sole prop and get that EIN and, and give that to a holding company or a corporation. You can get a corporation too because the United States is a federal corporation. You know, just whatever makes sense to you. Then at the end of the day, the beneficial owner of my holding companies is either going to be a church, private trust. It could be a family trust. They ask you, who created the trust? The family. It's the family trust. You know, the church. I got this from the church. Where did you get this ID from? The church. How I identify with the church, Deb. How do you identify? I'm not going to get deep on that today, though. But I just want y'all to know this stuff is really simple. Y'all the ones making it hard. So number two, the following individual entities are typically required to follow 1099-INT. Payers of interest on the loans. If you lend money to someone and charge them interest on a loan, you're generally required to file 1099-INT if the interest amount is 600 or more during the tax year. And I'm going to teach y'all how to do this. If you, I don't care if you loaned your family money. I'm going to teach y'all how to get this back, okay? You have to file it correctly. You got to be running shit as the business. Like, I, you, you, you got to be running as a business. You got to do what they do. Government entities that pay interest, such as federal, state, and local governments, are also required to file a 1099 INT for interest payments made to individuals or businesses. So even government entities. So if you have a court case, they use your credit. They use your social. Y'all following me? So you file a 1099 INT already. It's important to note that if you receive interest income, you are not responsible for filing 1099-INT. Instead, you should receive a copy of the form from the payer, and you will include the information on your personal tax return. The 1099-INT form provides information about the interest income received, which is then used by the recipient when preparing the income tax return. It helps the IRS ensure that taxpayers accurately report their interest income and pay the appropriate amounts of taxes on it. If you have earned interest income from your bank accounts, it is important to report it to the federal. <laughs> Scratch that from the record. If you have earned interest income from your bank accounts, it's important to report it to the Internal Revenue Service by filing the 1099-INT form. The form includes the necessary information about your interest income, allowing the IRS to accurately assess your tax liability. And this, and this is how they, and this is how you break it down. And listen, I hope this is making sense to everybody. When you, when you get a line of credit, that's a bank account. That's a bank account. You open it up with your trust. You open it up with your Social Security trust, and you send credits to a, 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 an account. That's what happened. That's a bank account. Any line of credit you have, that is an account. Don't you have an account number? That's a bank account. Let me know if this is making sense. Anything that's on your credit report, anything that you have open, I don't care if it's a utility bill, a you got a phone bill, whatever it may be, if you gave your social security number to open it up, that is a bank account. They use your credit to open up this account. Let me know if this makes sense, everybody. Let me know. Put it in the chat. This makes sense. Because I got, to, I need y'all to understand. 
Peace and love, peace and love. So with that being stated, if you understand that every account that you have open is a, is a bank account, consider a bank account, this is private banking now, and they're and they're and they're doing things in the public. They're 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 putting the forms in the public, they're using public forms, right? So with that being stated, you have to follow 1099 INT. If you have earned interest income, this is how you get your interest income. Anything over $10, $10 or more, you just write to the bank. You write to the uh, bank manager. It's all in this book. It's all in this book. The capitalizing name for newer. The capitalizing name for newer. So it, it breaks down how to, how to actually file the 1099 INT form. And then it tells you how to fill it out correctly. And then it also shows you the letter that you would write. So I'm going I'm to I'm give this down. This is a million dollars worth of game for y'all. This is a million dollars worth of game. I hope this letter finds you well. I'm writing to request your assistance with the filing of the Form 1099-INT and Form 1099-OID for the tax years at hand. You put the actual tax years. As a customer of your bank, we put the bank's name. I have earned interest income from my accounts and have also received original issue discount interest from bonds during the past year. And when you're talking about bonds, these are zero coupon bonds. This is your, your, your zero coupon bond is the is the bills you get at, at monthly in the mail. The capitalizing namepreneur is the book. Go to the onlyfans.com. If you don't catch it on the live right now, I'm recording a damn clash right now. You know? Y'all going to keep bugging me. I'm going to turn the comments off, man. I won't even show y'all how to fucking get to me. I'm giving y'all a million dollars worth of game. Shut the fuck up and take notes is what the fuck you need to do. Shut the fuck up and take notes. If you got questions, go to Google If Google, because Google's free. If you got questions, you want to ask me questions, you drop a motherfucking donation. Quit interrupting me while I'm in fucking class. That's what the fuck you do. Now shut the fuck up and take notes or get the fuck off my live. Now, back to the subject at hand. Try to be professional here. I'm just going to kick this nigga out. Now, y'all rude as fuck, man. I'm trying to give y'all game. Dear bank manager, I hope this letter finds you well. I'm writing to request you your assistance for the filing of the Form 1099-INT and Form 1099-OID for the tax year. As a customer of this bank, I've earned interest income from my accounts, and I've also received original issued discount interest from bonds during the past year. And bonds are what you get every month in the mail, whether it's from Verizon. I get bonds every month from Verizon. These are zero coupon bonds. These are considered coupons. What you y'all remember back in the day when you got a gift certificate from McDonald's or Walmart, wherever it may be? We had paper gift certificates. That's what a bill is. Now they give you gift cards. Same thing. That's money. That's money in account. That's coming from somewhere. That's credits coming from some bank account. Understand that. So that's what's going on. These are private accounts set up with your name on it, and they're giving you the coupons. You just don't know where or how to cash them. The gift certificates. You just don't know how, where, or how to cash them. 
And it's all going to the IRS. The IRS is going to cash this shit for you. Y'all got to understand how to do this right. And this is what I'm teaching y'all, man. Let me know if that made sense. Because I broke it down. Sim that's simple right there. It's simple. If you if back in the 90s, early 2000s, if you worked at a grocery store, you worked at a, a, a restaurant, you worked at a somewhere, you received gift certificates. People still use coupons. These are getting deposited in a bank somewhere and a special account that accepts special deposits from these special bills of credit. I can't get much simpler than that. Right or wrong. I mean, it's really not rocket science, y'all. Y'all make it hard because y'all talk to the wrong people. Y'all watch the wrong people. People are not living this life. You understand? Y'all can y'all can look me up. Y'all y'all can look up my personal information. Y'all not gonna see me me as a taxpayer. None of that shit. But these other motherfuckers, you are gonna see them. They they in the system. They still filing ten forties <laughs> and not getting paid for it. If I file the ten forty, I'm getting some money back and a lot of it. If I file a ten forty, I'm gonna get thirty forty thousand back. And as simple as that because I know how to operate correctly. You know, I'm a father. And here's the game. It's in the book. If I follow 1040, I'm going to slap. I'm going to attach a motherfucking Schedule H to that bitch. Let's talk about it. Let's see what the Schedule H is. It's right in the book, the capitalizing name, Panua. Let's follow 1040 form, Schedule H. Boom. Because this is another way. I'm not going to use the social, though. I'm going to set up an EIN and utilize the sole proprietorship. The name's a business. So if I'm operating as a sole proprietor, we're going to reroute this a little bit differently. You know? So, boom, employee identification number is right there on the Schedule H. And this is attached to a 1040. But you can also attach it to the 1040NR. The 1040NR is the United States Non-Resident Alien Income Tax Return. So if I'm going to do a 1040, I would do a 1040NR because I know it works. All right? I know I'm a I'm a, I'm a non-resident. I'm still outside their jurisdiction, so to speak. You know, and when you do the 1040 um, with the Schedule H, all the Schedule H is, is for household employment taxes. Household employment taxes. Um, and this is this is I'm talking about you pay your rent, you can put your rent on here. You can do a lot of different things on here, man. Family leave, health plans. A lot of different things. Just know that Schedule H. If you employ the person to perform work in your household and you had control over what the person did and how they did it, then you must complete the Schedule H. If you pay cash wages to a household employee, Schedule H. You get this back. There's more. I'm gonna keep going, man. Because you got to understand when you're when you're looking at your name from the business standpoint. The business standpoint. Um, when when giving, you can look up topic number 453, bad debt deduction. If someone owes you money that you can't collect, you may have a bad debt. For a discussion of what constitutes a valid debt. Um, refer to publication 550, Investment Income and Expenses, and publication 334, Tax Guide for Small Businesses for Individuals Who Use Schedule C's. So these are ways you can get your bad business debt back, all right? 
um there's a form that you file with that student loan interest you can get that off topic number 456 i also show you how to get whatever you invest in if you invest in college you invest in courses i can show you how to get all those credits back but the main thing i, I wanted to talk about today is lending money to family and friends Lend the money to family or friends. If you're not filing the correct paperwork on it, they're gonna, they're gonna, everything's a gift. Everything's a gift. I need you to know when it comes to the business aspect, you file the paperwork on it. When it comes to bad debt and, and, and business deductions, you can deduct up to $250,000. You can get up to $250,000, man. You can claim up to $250,000. Oh, hold on. There might be more. There might be more. So in the past, business owners could carry a loss back. That is, they could apply... And NOL, which is a net operating loss, all right? Let me just start with the net operating loss because this is what you got to understand. It's called a net operating loss, a NOL for short. So figuring the amount of the net operating loss is not as simple as deducting your losses from your annual income. First, you must determine your annual losses from your business. If you're a sole proprietor who files an IRS Schedule C, because if you're doing, if you've been doing the 1040s, all, this, all you have to do is switch from the uh, to a sole prop. This is all you have to do so you can get out that jurisdiction and continue to, to get the money off what you've already filed on. But if your business is a partnership, LLC, or S corporation shareholder, your share of the business losses will pass through the entity to your personal tax return. Your business loss is added to all your other deductions and then subtracted from your income for the year. So it says, now it permits taxpayers to deduct NOL is only up to 80% of the taxable income. So you can deduct up to 80%. And it says, Mar okay, so it is $250,000 and married couples are $500,000. So if you're married in a business, you could, you could deduct up to a half a million. I'm talking about these are all credits that you can get back. I need y'all to understand this, how, how, how deducting losses, that's the name of the game. On the personal... On the personal aspect with the sole proprietorship, you want to always look like you took a loss. You invest in the business, whatever it may be, the business took a loss. A net operating loss may offset up to 80% of current year taxable income. The rule has been in place since 2021. We'll be back after a quick break. In a world where the tax system can seem overwhelming, one book is here to guide you towards financial empowerment. Introducing the Capitalizing Namepreneur. Unleashing the Power of Tax Credits by best-selling author Don Kalam. Are you looking to demystify the complexities of taxes and harness the power of tax credits? The Capitalizing Namepreneur provides an understanding of effectively utilizing your tax credits. Discover the secrets behind setting up a tax firm understanding the strawman name, protecting your assets, and navigating the implications of the Social Security Trust Fund. 
Don Kalam's expertise shines through every page. It's like having a personal financial advisor by your side. Get your copy of The Capitalizing Namepreneur today and unlock the power of tax credits to enhance your financial well-being. Order your copy now and take control of your tax strategies. The Capitalizing Namepreneur Unleashing the Power of Tax Credits by Don Kalam Available now at leading bookstores and online. Get your copy today. So businesses that are organized as sole proprietors, limited liability companies, partnerships, and S corporations can take business losses on the personal tax returns. Loss limits don't apply to corporations. A business loss for the year from operations called a net operating loss. The Internal Revenue Service imposes limits on business losses in several situations. It says, then you can't go over 262000 for a single taxpayer or 524000 for a joint tax return beginning in 2021. So I'm just breaking this down how you can get these credits back, okay? At the app, the uh, capitalizing namepreneur shows you certain ways to get these back. But you got to understand if you're going to do the paperwork yourself, you want to be considered an enrolled tax agent. You want to have a limited liability company, all right? Doing your taxes for you, all right? So, but 1099 INT, that's a simple way. We got the home office. So you got self-employment tax deductions. You got home office deductions. These are all credits you can get back. Qualified business income deductions, health insurance deductions. You know, even with the um, the Social Security, you're paying into that shit. You can get a deduction on all of that shit because that shit is retirement benefits, retirement contributions. You're going to understand that. Um, there's work opportunity tax credits. You, you're paying your energy bill. You get taxes back for that when your name's a business. You're paying your rent, whatever it may be. You're buying food. You got solar panels. I don't care what it is, man. You get these credits back, man. Um, but I'm gonna give y'all some of the forms. So form 3800. This is used to calculate and claim the general business credit. So you can claim credits on the form 3800 when it comes to business, um, business write-offs. When it comes to um, health insurance, that's a 1095A if you got health insurance. You get all that back if you're doing it from the business. This is why businesses encourage you to, they, they charge you for health insurance, but they get they get tax credits for having you on health insurance. So not only, not only are they making you pay for it, they get the credits right back. And that's how it works. I hope that makes sense. So it pays to have health insurance. If you work for yourself, I'm going to show you how your employer can get paid for sick leave. You get paid for sick pay as being the worker, and the company also gets paid for sick sick pay. Now, when it comes to premium tax credits, that's going to be the um, form 8962. 8962. Look these forms up, man, so y'all know I'm not making this up, man. 
some of this stuff ain't going to apply to everybody. The ERC, a lot of people already got a bunch of credits for that. Employee retention credits. Forty-eight. Um, was it the forty-eight ninety-two? Form forty-eight fifty-two. So with the form forty-eight fifty-two, I'll go over that quickly. This is my tax guy who does this. This is a substitute for the W two. And from the last three to five years, what it's going to get you back is your wages. To it gets you out the contracts that you had if you're if you're a W two worker. You get your Social Security back, your federal income back. Um, if you got wages, tips, any of that taken out, Medicaid, local taxes, you get all of that back with the form 4852. When you understand that your name is the business, you can opt out those contracts with the form 4852. And, and those, and those credits come back pretty fast. My guy charges on the back end. Um, also attached to that is a 1099R. I know a lot of people probably don't even know what that is, so I'm just going to go over it fast. And that's distribution from pensions. If you had a pension, something like that, I'll show you how to access that. Um, you get claims, um, credits for cars. You put your car in the business. You can claim it on the Form 3800 or the Form 8834. I have a book about that, um, getting the cars. But you can you can read it all right there. On the capitalizing name preneur, 8834 is for electric cars. Form 3800 is just for regular cars. You claim it on the general business credit. Anything that you buy for the business, you claim it as a general business credit. All right. And as simple as that, just keep record of everything that you do and make sure it's in the business. If you hire felons, work opportunity tax credit. If you're a felon, you hire yourself, you can get credit for that. They'll give you up to um, like 15000 a year for hiring felons and giving them second chances. Um, there's other forms to file, like the form um, 9061, when it comes to these things. And this is for the Department of Labor. You do have to um, give them information, you know? You got to have socials involved, shit like that, man, to prove that you got actual workers. But that's for the work opportunity tax credits. This is grant money you're getting from the government, really. It's really not credits. It's grant money. But they 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 saying it's credits. But I'll give you the guide on how to fill out the 9061 as well. That's all in the book. Um, the form 90 on the 941, this is how you get a bunch of credits for your business. If you're operating like real boss, we use ADP a lot um, for our bookkeeping and writing our checks. But I did, um, I filed my sick pay. They did the form 90, the 941, form 941. They did my sick pen in the 941, but they actually filled it out for me, um, ADP. They do all my bookkeeping services. So, but you can look that up. All this is is employee, employer's quarterly federal tax returns. But that's where you would file your sick pay and sick leave. And the employer gets paid and the employee. We'll be back after a quick break. In a world where borders can limit opportunities, one book dares to challenge the norm and empower foreign nationals like never before. Introducing Can't Touch This, Diplomatic Immunity as a Foreign National by bestselling author Don Kalam. 
Did you know there is a difference being a citizen and national? This is for foreign nationals seeking to expand their horizons. Do you dream of obtaining a diplomatic passport and the freedom it brings? Don Callum reveals the secrets to unlocking diplomatic immunity and creating your own nation. Discover why you are already a foreign national, learn the steps to obtain a diplomatic passport, and explore how you can be recognized by numerous nations on your diplomatic journey. Most never knew they could have diplomatic immunity as a foreign national. This book is a game-changer for anyone seeking freedom and recognition on the international stage. Get your copy of Can't Touch This Today and embark on a journey towards diplomatic immunity and creating your own nation. Order your copy now and unlock the power of diplomatic immunity as a foreign national. Can't Touch This. Diplomatic Immunity as a Foreign National by Don Kalam. Available now at leading bookstores and online. Get your copy today. I'm about to see the limit. So third party reports to sick pay on form 940 and 941. And you're getting paid from a feud attacks and a fika tax. That's that's what's paying you. So what's gonna pay, what's gonna pay you is the fika tax and the feud attacks. I'm looking at it now, man. So that's how you get paid from it. That's where the money's actually coming from. The actual it's called a fika tax. That's where y'all, if you work, you should know what a fika tax is. It's the um it's the Social Security and Medicare taxes. I can't remember what it stands for. Let me see if I can find out what it stands for. But that's the withholding from the uh the social and Medicare. And this is how you get access to it with the sick leave. So you get access to this with the sick leave to the, the Federal Insurance Contribution Act, all right? So you're able to get access to that with the form 940 and 941 with sick leave and sick pay. So I'm showing y'all how to get access to this. I have ADP do it, you know? I have ADP do it for me. And also with the employee, the employee retention credit, you get that from the 941 as well. But sick and family leave credit under the Families First Coronavirus Response Act, FFCRA, eligible employees can claim a tax credit for providing paid sick and family leave to employees affected by COVID as well. The credit helps employees cover the cost of providing leave due to COVID-19 related reasons. The credit is reported on Form 941-Line-11-B. And looking at 11-B, it says non-refundable portion of credit for qualified sick and family leave wages for leave taken before April 1st, 2021. We got group life insurance, Medicaid taxes, social security taxes. Listen, I, it, it's, then it's, it's got reserved for future use. We got future credits. This is all from your workers, man. If you never had anybody working for you, this is why you gotta understand you work for yourself. You gotta understand that you're always working for yourself. So you can learn how to get paid, how they're getting paid off you. And that's my only that's my only thing I'm trying to bring to everybody's attention. Do what they do. If you got sick leave, if they're paying you for sick leave, family leave, trust me, they're getting paid for it too. They're getting paid for it too. You work opportunity tax credits if you're a felon. You can claim credits and, and there's a lot of different um WOTC. 
You can teach people training, training like what I'm doing right now. You can get work opportunity credits for that. And this is of with a form five eight eight four, form five eight eight four. This is how you're going to access these credits for that straw man name. Qualified first year wages of employees who worked for you at least four hundred hours. Boom. Estates trust. You can claim those as well. You can work for a trust in the state too, but the things are a little different. That's why I like having a pass-through entity in the public. But it breaks down how to fill out and calculate the credits for sick leave and sick pay. If you want to do it yourself for those who do it themselves. The same way with the ERC. The ERC is still going on. They still have funding out there. Learn how to claim it. Investment credits though. So if you can prove all, all this money you're investing, whether it's, I'm talking about investing food, whatever it is, man, learn how to prove as an investment for the benefit of the business. You can get all these investment credits as well. Um, You can claim it as a loss and write it off as casualties and theft with a form 4684. So say we got we got up to 250,000, 260,000 we can use on 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 the business expenses and all that. Now, if you want to do it another way, you do it as casualties and thefts. This is considered a business loss and this is perfectly legal and this is with form 50 4684. Form 4684 casualties and theft of a business to get these credits back, all right? It pays to take a loss in the system, man. So here's how you can use form 4684 to report your loss investments. You utilize the personal use property under section A, business income producing property under section B, information on the property on part one, calculation of the loss on part two, calculation of the deductible loss on part three, and the carryover of the loss. If your law, if the loss exceeds your income for the tax year, you may be able to carry over the excess loss to future tax years to offset future income. Let's go. 4684. And a lot of people won't even know what that means, man. People won't even know what that means. I'm about to give y'all a million dollars with the game right now. I'm about to give y'all a million dollars with the game. Y'all ready? Like I haven't been already. Give me the fire emojis right now in the, in the, in the chat. If y'all been following along and you agree that this is a million dollars worth of game. Let me get the fire emojis, man. Let it rep your city as well, man. There we go. I see the fire signs. Let's see the fire signs. So look, check this out. Let me know where y'all tapped in and tuned in from too, man. I'd like to know what city y'all in. So check this out. We got Boston in the building. All the girls is beautiful in Boston, man. It's like they all light skin. They love fucking with broke niggas, man. I don't understand it. <laughs> That's what I noticed in Boston, man. Weed was fire, though. North Carolina in the building. Vegas in the building. Girl, hit me up next time I'm in Vegas. We got New York City in the building. Cleveland in the building. We got Maui in the building. Be more in the building. She said, chill. I'm just saying, man, that's Boston for you, man. Tell her, next time I'm in Vegas, I'll meet you. You, you. You've been rocking with me for a minute. Victorville, that's next to Vegas. That's in, that's in Cali. That's not too far. Chi-Town, what's up? Arizona, what's good? What's good with y'all, man? Says no, Boston females like money talks. And yeah, let me let me link up with y'all then, man. 
Hey, all the girls I seen in Boston was taking care of some bums, man. I'm like, man, y'all too. Y'all can't be. Y'all got to take care of the right people. Y'all got to take care of the right people, man. People that's going to make it grow. You know, even then people out here, because listen, y'all talking about I'm going to get my income tax, put my nigga on. We going to, no, it never works. It never works. Y'all got, y'all, if y'all wouldn't get, if you can't get money while y'all broke with a vision, because when you like vision, the people perish. You got to have a vision at first. You got to have goals. If he ain't got no goals, he ain't got no vision, don't invest in them. Don't invest in them. Or her, whoever it may be. So look, because listen, I was taking losses. I still am. So let's just keep it real. But at the end of the day, I'm 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 learning how to 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 to, to balance that, right? So to, to calculate the loss of your investments, okay, you got to understand this. This is why you do not want to use. Come on, pull up on me then, girl. Don't be talking. Hold on. I got a screenshot of her. I got to pull up on her later. Drop me in the DM right now. If you're about that life, become a subscriber, girl. Quit playing. I only pay attention to the girls with the... Uh, I only pay attention to the girls with the purple marks, man. They're subscribers. <laughs> My bad. I actually turned the camera around. But look. So I was taking a lot of losses. But when I started learning to, 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 to when I started. Hey, shout out to the, uh, to the new subscribers, too. Make sure y'all go to the OnlyFans.com and subscribe. Cause that's where I'm gonna be dropping these replays. Um, y'all can message me. I'm, I'm gonna respond to those messages. Instagram is just too wild, man. But you know, I I think it's priced at a at a reasonable price, and I'm just gonna make sure I start pouring in all my new information on there. But I am gonna go back and and speed people up for my beginners, okay? But I want y'all to know if y'all if y'all seeing me in the videos. I'm going to, if you're a beginner, don't watch the videos of me in them, okay, man? You know, watch the cartoons. I'm making cartoons for, for the beginners, okay? Speed up. And and even if you think you're advanced, go back. Go back to the beginning, man. Because y'all got to learn status first. Y'all got to learn standing. You got to learn how the system identifies you. And, and that's what I want y'all to focus on first. And then focus on, it's a business. You know, if you know how to play chess, you can only move a pawn so many pieces. But when you become royalty, the queen can go everywhere. When the king's captured, the game's over. So you got to learn how to move like royalty. You got to start learning how to protect your kings and create some queens, you know? And as simple as that, man, it's, it's time to become a power piece in commerce. So with that being stated, I need y'all to know everything is business. Everything is business. Don't focus too much on the trust aspect, but you're going to need to retouch that. You're going to need to know it. So we're not just going to say, hey, let's bypass it. But right now, put it on the back burner. You understand that the government's operating as a federal corporation. So start there. Know that you're a corporation. <laughs> and I can't make this up. Learn that if you're operating in the, in the, in the, in the public sector, if you got an ID, you got a birth certificate, you got a social security card. You took a corporate position. 
You took a corporate standpoint. And you have to understand this before moving forward, before they even try to claim these credits that I went over. Because if you understood what I went over just today, man, you should be sitting on two, three hundred thousand. You can get it. No lie. No cap. Just with the Schedule H alone, man, I'm, you're going to get anywhere between twenty to 40000 Just filling some shit out. Just telling them to fill it out for you. Not even knowing what's going on. You can tell the IRS to fill out these forms for you. Yes, you can. You don't have to fill out anything. All you have to do to tell them is what form you need filled, filled out and tell them why. Why it needs to be filed. They're the tax experts, not you. Yes, you can. You can do that. Did you know you could do that? A lot of people don't know they could do that. Let me know in the chat. Yes or no? Did you know that you can tell the IRS what forms to fill out for you? The IRS is your friend. <laughs> you know, you're just going to have to tell them the years in question. Now, another way, because I just went over before I got into that little spill, what I was doing. I'm going over the Capitalizing Namepreneur by Don Kalam. So some people said yes. Diana says not at all. Almighty says no. Shabbos says hell no. That game right there. So the IRS is your friend. Yes, the I we I have cover letters. I have all these things. The IRS. Once you start, when you start operating in the right capacity and the right status, they're there to help you. Yes, Miss Cranberry knows. Miss Cranberry in tune. There you go, girl. Thanks for co-signing. Thanks for co-signing. I love it when a beautiful girl co-signs because some of y'all don't know nothing out here, man. No offense, though. No offense to nobody, man. He said he saw that in the OID book. So, uh, and I want to I want to retouch that. I got a grinder. I'm not using it. I want to retouch the OID book. So, we the OID, OID process works. Zero coupon bonds. Understand that aspect. But you want to, they're going to shut the account down. If you want to do it correctly, keep the accounts open. The, I, the INT method is where it's at. 1099 INT. And this is all in the book, The Capitalizing Namepreneur. Now, to re report your initial investments that were lost in your business, first I went over um, the 3468. But another way to do this is with the form 4684, casualties and thefts. This form is used to report losses from casualties such as fires or storms and thefts, including losses related to investments in a business. The form 4684 to report your lost investments. Then we got to calculate the loss of your investments due to a failing business for a tax return. You would typically file the form 4797. 4797. This is more credits for your straw man name when you learn that your name is a business. Form 4797, the sale of business property, also involuntary conversions and recapture amounts. 4797, sales of business property, also involuntary conversions and recapture amounts. So it's sales or exchange of property. In this part, you'll provide information about the property that was sold or disposed of. Ordinary gains and losses. Carryover losses. You put them all in that, on that form. Now, say you're, you're, you're feeling, listen, this is the, y'all got to know this one. 
because y'all 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 invest with Don Kalam. This is for the public. Give it to the public, man. Tell them Don Kalam gave it to you. Make sure you shout them out because there's too much going on out here. There's too much going on out here. Once once you agree with what I'm about to say, I want you to put it in the chat. Form eighty eight sixty three. Say I looked it up. I get it. Form eighty eight sixty three. Type it in the chat, look it up real quick, and let me know that you understand and get it. If you if you if you donated with Don Kalam University, you don't need no, you do not need no receipt. You don't need none of that. All you need is your bank statement. That's receipt enough. That's proof enough. A form eighty eight sixty three. This is an educational credit. This is how you get your. Your learning, lifetime learning credits. Everybody that you're investing in, you're taking courses, you're, you're, you're learning, whatever it is that you're you're investing in, all this paperwork, fill out the 8863. I wanna I wanna make sure that y'all know what it is. This is anything that deals with education. Online education is this don't you doesn't have to be from a credit school, none of that. Whatever you fucking invest in to further your education, it could be cable television. They got the Weather Channel. They got PBS. It could be Netflix. I'm giving y'all a million dollars worth of game right now. It could be YouTube Premium. It can be the internet. You're paying for the internet, right? Is educating you, right? It could be one of those rabbit ears so you can watch the news. It can be you buy a new TV just to further your education. I need y'all to understand what's going on right now. I'm a weed connoisseur. So I'm writing this weed off as education. Teaches me how to get in tune with the most high. I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to learn. Amen. I hope this is making sense, man. Let me know that this is making sense. All right. All right. Y'all gaining clarity, huh? This replay will be on the OnlyFans. This is where I'm going to be. I got I got a lot of recording right now. So make sure y'all go to the OnlyFans. All right? OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. 2024, I'm, I'm, banging, I'm banging all the animated courses for you, man. I got it. I'm, I'm finishing it up for y'all, man. Form 8863. All, everything you invested in. Any of these gurus, y'all talking about y'all got scammed, whatever the fuck, go get your money back with the education tax credit. You're buying Don Kalam's books. Don Kalam is all over fucking Amazon. There's no excuse why you shouldn't have an Amazon book from Don Kalam. I have over 80 titles. You want to get, because you got to understand, my books were created to go with all my past courses. So every book goes with a course, okay? Every book goes with my old courses. You can get these courses now for $500, and I'll also include a consult. DM me on the Instagram. Say consult ready. 
consult ready. You can pay me either through Bitcoin, Western Union, Walmart to Walmart, or you can just send me the money straight through the Instagram app. That's how we're working right now. That's how we're rolling right now. All right. And I will give you a consult. I will give you a consult. We're scheduled within a week. I'm starting consults again in three days. So listen, this is how you're going to get the books back. You want you want to know how you, you buy a Don Kalan book? Hey, can't touch this. It's $200. So what? Go get the book back. That's tuition. Claiming that's tuition. This book is considered tuition for Don Kalam University. Don Kalam is considered a credit school in New Mexico. Get with me or get lost. That's what it is. I am considered a university out of New Mexico. The books are part of tuition. You've got to have the books. Ten, a 1098T. 1098T is for tuition. Webinars, whatever it may be. So that's another way to get tuition back, books back. Form 1098T, and you follow just like you would a 1099INT. You have to get stuff back from the school. The school might have to give you a form, and I'll gladly give you the forms that you need, all right? I'll gladly give you the forms that you need. I will send you a 1098T for tuition. That's If this is the route you're going, if you're going through, And it shows you how to fill out the 1098 I mean, if you're a mother, you need to be having your, your kids sign up to your homeschooling program anyways. Because you're the first teacher. Fathers, too. Y'all the first teachers. Energy tax credits. We can go over that real quick, too. I don't I don't care what it is. You pay a utility bill. They use your fucking credit, yo. They use your social security. They use your social security credit. Use the form 5695. This is how you get your residential energy credits back. A form 5695. You can look these things up right now so you don't think I'm lying. Form 5695. The capitalizing name preneur is the book that you're gonna to want to get. The capitalizing name preneur, the capitalizing name preneur, the capitalizing name preneur. If you need to want this back and want to run it back, go to the onlyfans.com slash dot This will be posted tonight. But if you're paying a utility bill, keep paying it. Quit trying to get out of it like these other gurus. Make your name a business and, and then fill out the residential energy credit so you can get all those credits back. The 5695. Let me know if y'all looked it up. Form 5695. I'm gonna tell you right now. On your personal, on, on your personal, the 5695, you can get around five thousand dollars back. Just by filling out that form alone. They'll give you up to $5,000 back. Per name. So overstand that. It's a business. I'm trying to show y'all how to run it up. 
Y'all should be y'all should be doing this when y'all going to do y'all's taxes next coming up. Um, the main the main thing though I want y'all to roll with is the thirty four sixty eight form thirty four sixty eight. That's the main that's the main form I use for for my business, man. Um, these are the investment credits thirty four sixty eight, and truly understanding what the uh, enrolled agent is, and understanding how to limit your liability. When you get these checks back, you get these checks in the mail back from the IRS. And it shows you, this book will show you how to fill out the Schedule H and what you can actually put on there. All right? You can put dependent care information, um, you, you know, child care. If you got, you're paying people to child care. The Form 1116 is foreign tax credits. If you're claiming to be a foreigner with the 10, the 1040 NR. But this is all in the book. The, the capitalizing name preneur. So I want y'all to know, make your name a business, man. That's where it starts. Making sure you got a a, 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 a holding company or a tax company because you can have the holding company as well. Learn, learn wealth management. Learn how to set up true private banking and wealth management because the public bank, you're giving up your rights to the government. You got to learn how to come in as a creditor you gotta learn how to to operate as a creditor when you when you're going into these banks. First of all, you gotta learn how to set up your 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 private family trust so you can reclaim your rights, your prosperity. You know, so because you, you're giving up your rights to these public banks, so you gotta learn how to do that correctly when you're going in and claiming these things, um, and you're doing it from a major account, a custodial account. When you're operating in a public system, these are minor accounts. You're giving up your you're giving up your rights. You're giving up you're giving the United States government. You're giving up the state, the city. You're giving them the custody over your public affairs, and you can never hand down true generational wealth. You'll never be able to hand down wealth. Just 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 under under a minor account. The only thing you can hand down is forms and certificates. You can't even use. You can't even move securities because they're your fiduciary. You can't even be your own fiduciary. And that's what's going on, man. That's what's going on. I want people to understand that. Um, understand what a business loss is so you can do that. Figuring out a net operating loss. Re learn how to report bad debt to the IRS. Um. Another form is the 8949. I didn't go over that too much, but the form 8949, that's the sales and, and other disposition of cap, capital assets. You can also fill out um, loans. If I loan personal loans, you can put personal loans on this, but I'd rather do it from a business loan. Um, and the substitute form that will have the same information is the 1099B. Um, but this is how you're doing the loans, all right? You know, you're doing personal loans, anything over $600. 1099 INT is where it's at. Everything's in interest um, on the personal aspect. Make your name a business. Make it an LLC or a sole proprietorship. If you're doing 1040s, you need to do it from the sole proprietorship aspect. But in order to assess the tax starting off, it's with the 1041. You saying that your name, that the social security number is a trust and you're aware of this. The social security number is a trust. 
You don't want to come as an individual aspect. You want to come as a trustee or beneficiary from the trust. You want to use the correct terms because when you're saying you're an individual, that means you work for the trust now. If you work for the trust, that is a public, um, that's a public position and that belongs to the government. Anytime you're dealing with anything in the public, this is a public position. It belongs to the government. The public sector is a part of the economy controlled by the government. Look it up. Google public sector. I keep trying to force this down y'all's throat so y'all understand it. This is why we don't claim the birth certificate. This is why we don't claim the ID. That's why when you get a check in the mail, it comes back in your name. You want to fucking cash it under a business account. We're going to deposit it in a business account. But with that, I'm out. Go to OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. Much peace and love. Remember, prosperity is your divine birthright. Inbox me. Consult. Ready if you're ready. Um, I accept Bitcoin. You can send the payment through the um, Instagram app. You can also, um, Western Union, Walmart to Walmart, I can give you a QR code. Um, I'm getting a website set up now. But go to OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. Start next week. I'm about to start uploading a bunch of courses that I finished up. And I'm, re I'm ready to release it to you guys, man. It's going to take you from zero to hero in no time. And then y'all come holler at me once you get through the courses because you should be up to speed, man. With that, I'm out. Much peace and love. Are you ready to unlock the secrets of commerce and build an empire that lasts for generations? Look no further. Introducing Million Dollars Worth of Game by Don Kalam, your official guide to the private and public side of commerce. In this groundbreaking book, Don Kalam reveals the strategies and insider knowledge you need to create and protect your wealth. Learn how to navigate the intricate world of commerce, master the art of building an empire, and secure a lasting legacy for your family. Get your hands on million dollars worth of game today and embark on a transformative journey toward financial abundance. Don't miss out on the opportunity to build your empire and secure a prosperous future for generations to come. Get ready to conquer the world of commerce. Million dollars worth of game by Don Kalam, your ultimate guide to building an empire and leaving a legacy. Million dollars worth of game by Don Kalam. Available now. Get your copy and start your journey to generational wealth.